0: Words. So this is an unprecedented event on live from the Dutch Hall. We're doing a reboot. What we did that first part of the show, there were some good things in there. Like, there's nothing wrong with uh, with the snake story. it was a good story and everything. But I don't. Th- I think what we were doing, we were losing steam. So I want to set. I want to make the, or make the bed or set the table or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But to say just to let people know what's going on here. I had the longest night of the year party on Saturday and it was fantastic. It we was. was a dead celebrities party, and uh, well, yeah, a round of applause for that one. <laughs> it was a great success. Yeah, it was a great success. We had, we had a whole bunch of celebrities there. Bob Marley was there. There was three macho men. We had uh, a couple Amy Winehouses. It was a fun time had by all to the very late hours of the evening. And I'm an older man than I remembered being the last time I did that, and uh, it took me a lot longer to recover, and I'm still dragging my ass at this point in the, <laughs> <laughs> in the week. So when I worked all day today, and I was really looking forward to going to bed, and uh, then the opportunity came when the hunting boys rolled into town, both of which I would like to talk to and are usually a lot of fun to sit around and chat with. And my brother-in-law, Ryan Vandenbush, was nice enough to invite me down to his place here at beautiful Lakeside Vista. Thank you very much. <laughs> Oh, this show's getting better and better all the time, isn't it? And then, so we came down, we uh, and we said we got to do this show in like an hour or something, like quick, because these old men have to go to bed because they got to get up at five o'clock in the morning and kill things, right? Very true. Right. I would applause. (laughs) Yeah, let's go. That's all we got to do. So we decided to. Let me talk here. So we decided to uh, stop the show that was going into putting everyone, including our listeners, to sleep, do a little recharge, take my medicine, and start again. So let's, ready, let's do it again, all right? Go. Everybody good for drinks? Coming. I'm gonna blow your mind right about now. There you go. I'm the host again, Pete Van Dyke, and with us, as always, is uh, or n- With us as always is nobody. It's my crowd. Life, in- whatever. Fuck it. We got. <laughs> we already introduced my panel, but in case I cut the front of the show off again, I'm gonna introduce them again. Of course, my co-host today is a lovely and talented uh, former NHL enforcer and uh, brother-in-law of mine, Ryan Van Bush. Thanks for coming, in, Ryan. Be. <laughs> and beside him, we have uh, also lovely and uh, and very. Ta- I don't even assume you're talented. Are you talented, Scott? I'd like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> we got Scott Touching. Scott Touching, everyone. He likes
1: to play with wood. <laughs> with the uh,
0: yeah. We t-
1: really big wood. Big wood.
0: We talked about uh, having a name like Touching. Uh, it works good for uh, your wife, eh? Because she sells cosmetics. Is that right? That's right. And uh, so when you're selling cosmetics, it makes you think of uh, it makes you think of nice feeling type things. You want to be esthetician. Wanna, they're yeah, always caressed, and right. yeah, they're very loving. But when it's not so good of a name, when you try to be a kindergarten uh, a, a male kindergarten teacher, no, that doesn't work so well. Or uh, a Catholic Catholic priest, no. right? Father, father,
1: touch, father touching. Father
0: touching was, yeah. was Ryan's. Ryan, you were an altar boy for Father Touching, weren't you? Yes, that
1: was in grade three. <laughs> it wasn't my fault.
0: You're a handsome boy. What could you do? <laughs> <laughs> what could you do? Uh, Is sorry. Like, <coughs> what?
1: Is that why I don't like going to church anymore?
0: <laughs> it was all the molestation yeah. that turned you off of church? No, it never happened. You didn't develop the callus of some Catholics, it never eh? Never happened, Pistol yeah i know i was a, i was an altar boy all the way through not one priest ever made a move on me and i was a hell of a good looking kid how'd
1: <laughs> oh, they pass you up
0: <laughs> what and then we also have our last guest oh no sorry i didn't introduce uh, our other host and bartender uh lisa vandenbush lisa thanks for coming Hi. thanks for having me i should say and our final guest is a man uh, who, who requires a great introduction I believe because he's a great man. He is uh, Dick Hurton from Beaton, Ontario. Dick, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. So imagine uh, I imagine or should I call you Richard? Richard?
2: I prefer uh, Big Dick.
0: A Big Dick <laughs> a Big Dick Beaton. No, Big Dick Hurton from Beaton.
1: Richard Shrivels from Coldwater.
0: Yeah, your friend uh, That's R- my cousin. Oh, is that your cousin? Uh, <laughs> Well, thanks for coming in. Uh, Big Dick. Already did that, didn't I? All right. So you guys are down hunting. I wanted to talk uh, uh, about something not as boring as the first time I talked to you about hunting, which is uh, you have been to some pretty exotic places and hunted all sorts of game. Is that correct? That's very true. And then you're coming back here to Norfolk County. How do we measure up?
2: Uh, This is probably one of the more enjoyable hunts. A lot of other hunts that uh, I do, they're business-associated. So this one here is strictly family fun, this type of hunt. Oh, yeah. So there's no pressure. There's no TV crews. There's nothing. Oh, yeah. Just hanging out with family and having fun on the property and and whacking animals.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Now, when you went to like to you went to Africa, didn't you, once to hunt?
2: Yeah, quite a while ago, but yeah.
0: And was that a pleasure hunt? Where you were at
2: that time? That was a pleasure hunt. Yeah, and that was actually a lot of fun. I actually, went with my buddy Scotty, that's sitting right here on the
0: panel. Oh, really? You went too, Scott?
2: Yeah, we went together. That was quite fun. Yeah, we shot the shit out of Africa, and we got <laughs> drunk doing it. <laughs>
3: Some would say that, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: So what what like to describe it for me when you go to a trip like to Africa to go on a large game hunt, um what you, what's the grounds like? Where you staying? What's the
2: South Africa is uh five star resorts. It's uh high end. Basically they have people to do everything from walk you to the bar to walk you back to your cabin. They do your laundry every day. This is not a rough-it hunt by any means. It's very affordable, very high-end, and very catered to uh, you know uh, North American clientele that just want to be catered to and shoot a lot of animals.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was listening to a story this week where they said that um, there was some people complaining about a zebra hunt, right? I think the the one point that was made that really pissed people off was the fact that this young lady, like there was a young hot girl, like a college girl her. or something like that. Yeah, and she yeah, posted yeah. some picture on Facebook of her who had uh, killed this zebra, right? Yeah. And uh, somehow that outraged people because it was a young hot girl that had uh, killed the zebra rather than like... Uh, if a it was
2: fat slob, <laughs>
0: like a bunch of guys. So that wouldn't have
2: bothered people. Like, come on, what's yeah. the difference?
0: Well, but, uh, but apparently this was enough to, for it to become more of a media, like a social media darling, which it takes off kind of thing. That people have to respond to it, and what they said. The people at the ran the game or whatever. They were saying that, uh, oh no, it was a Vice show. You know the show Vice? No. Oh, it's it's an internet show. Anyways, they do real good investigative reporting to go around the world. And they were talking these guy these guys from Africa, and they're like, uh, the one guy says like Africans are like are animals. They're going to do whatever makes money, whatever gets them to survive. So, if they can sell the hunting experience of zebras for a lot of money, then there's going to be a lot of zebras because we're going to make sure we need to have a lot of them to hunt, right? And so they say the zebra population has actually gotten to be almost a problem because That's of it, right?
2: Yeah, basically how this system works over there is uh, provided that, you know, there there's a good institution in certain countries in Africa, not just South Africa. But what they do is they manage the game herds because those countries are so damn poor, they need North American or European money And the easiest way to do that is offer these big game hunts for anything from giraffe to zebra to lion to Cape Buffalo to elephant. If provided the hunting is done in a ethical and legal fashion, what is the goddamn problem?
0: No, I know. Now,
2: these countries, they don't, uh, you know, like Kenya does not offer big game hunting to the best of my knowledge okay that's their right they choose not to but what they also now have is the biggest poaching problem where all these people that are starving over there because all those communities are completely uh, poor they're going to do what it takes to survive that's human nature so what do they do they go out and poach elephants rhinos anything with ivory and they decimate whatever meager population is actually already there
0: When they could use something responsible like big game hunting where they would actually control the population and make sure that the animals are fairly well kind of uh, stewarded.
2: Neutralized. And basically, here's how this works. You have these big time hunters coming over. Not me and Scotty. We're the poor exception to this part. But you have guys that come over and will drop a couple hundred thousand dollars just to shoot a lion, a, a buffalo, and an elephant. Well, that money goes right into the government conservation to hire more game warrants, more guns, more ammo, more jeeps, more radios, more people to patrol those lands to actually take care of the animals that are there and make sure they repopulate. So there's more, it's it's a pure economic factor of basically what you're doing is taking all the money from the wealthy people around the world and making sure you give them something to shoot. But you're basically enriching your entire population to keep it rolling through.
0: You're it's providing a, them with an economy. It's you're, a
2: perfect system. Right, right. Now, when you shut that down and you don't allow hunters, what do you got? You got the locals poachers that are doing this on the black market until the game animals run out and there's no money to rebuild them. Yeah, They're it's true.
0: Yeah, it's, it's just like. Uh, so, it's,
2: is hunting that bad? So, if some hot broad wax a zebra. <laughs> Who gives a shit? She paid her $2,500, <laughs> let her shoot the goddamn zebra and put it on her floor and do what she wants with well, it. Well, it's
0: like weed, right? It's the same thing. You yeah. can let you can let people grow or, you know, let the drug trade happen and deal with all kinds of bikers and guns and money. Crystal,
3: may I talk a bit about, uh, I'd just like to touch on his, oh, yeah. we were in South Africa, I think the coolest thing just from the two of us, we shot uh, probably just over about... Uh, a dozen or two probably a dozen animals each when we were over there the best thing that we were able to do is pass The animals on to the villagers that are actually extremely poor So we were actually able to feed families that haven't even really got to eat red meat for that matter Right, right. on top of that. We we're also able to bring in locals to employ them. So now we're dumping not only simple small amounts of money into the village we were able to feed them i think that was the most important thing that i saw when i was there to touch on uh right
0: right
2: uh dick's uh comment there yeah we fed a lot of people with all the animals we shot they keep the meat basically what we pay for is the right to hunt and the right to take the hide skin or head back but they keep all the meat yeah yeah. where's the downside here
0: yeah yeah. i I just don't like, I uh, obviously, it's just from a strictly emotional standpoint. All you know? emotional. Yeah. It, there's Walt no...
2: Disney screwing up the hunting community, Pete. <laughs> Let me tell
0: you. Was it Bambi? <laughs> it all went downhill Possibly. from Bambi? Yeah.
2: Possibly. All I'm saying, man, people are way too emotionally attached. Yeah, I know. You know, and it's like, well, hunting... I might
0: call it
3: uh, narrow-minded, bleeding liberals.
0: Well, I'm not a hunter. I, I, I've never hunted. I, well, I shouldn't say that. I went hunting one time in my life. I went rabbit hunting with my Portuguese friend when we were in high school. And uh, I really, I just held the gun. We shot uh, bottles that were on the fence or something like that. And then uh, he shot a rabbit. I didn't see it at all. And he just shoots into the bush and then walks out with a rabbit. And I had to hold it in my hand. And, uh, and I hadn't seen a dead animal or anything before, and I never held one. So I'm just sitting there holding the rabbit. It's still twitching and stuff, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, Tony, it's not dead. And he's like, yeah, it's dead. It's just twitching, you know? And I'm Damn. like, no, it's not dead. So he came, and he just started like, whacking the rabbit on the the neck. You know, on the neck, you know? And then uh still twitching. He does it again. So he, finally it stops twitching. There's two of them that, that he did that too. And we get back to his house, and his mom starts to clean it. She just was uh, like... Like cutting around its uh, skin, you know, around the neck, and just holding it by its ears, and the neck, and the neck, uh, the head came clean off. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> from Tony trying to kill this. So, thing. What, what did
2: you think of that? What was your experience with hunting?
0: Uh, well, to me, I was like, it, it wasn't, it didn't excite me at all. It uh, kind of was like. Um,
2: well, it shouldn't get you excited in a sexual way.
0: No, not in such a way. Well, <laughs> you know, like it didn't do anything for me because I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I didn't. It didn't do anything for me because I, um, I don't know why. I just, like, I thought I was kind of creeped out by the twitching animal. And then, but when I could see it, uh, when it, see, I saw it cleaned and when we cooked it and ate it, that's where I was kind of like, I'm all in for that. Because, like, yeah. I knew, like, I eat food, right? I eat, yeah. and I get my protein from animals. So. For me to have a problem with hunting is, is ridiculous, you know, as long as I'm doing that.
2: We have a lot of friends that they don't want to be the guy to pull the trigger or clean the animal or deal with the situation, but they are more than happy to eat it and share in the celebration.
0: See, but I know I'm feeling guilty about that. That's so right. I am thinking we'll get into like, uh, I think, birds. I want to do ducks and turkeys, yeah. you know, because I thought if I do, that's a good entry thing. I like eating that Yeah, stuff. that's
2: how it all starts usually.
0: Is that how it starts?
2: Small game, work your way up to big game. And, you know, hunting is not for everybody, and we really don't want everybody to hunt because then there will be less opportunity in areas for us to hunt. But at the same time... (laughs) Just the selfish
3: end of it, first of all. (laughs) Yeah,
2: like, I don't want to share stuff, but... Hey, hear, hear that, though. (laughs) You know, like, you know, we've got some great spots, like Bushy's property and Lisa's property here. Like, we've seen in two days... Over what twenty deer, thirty deer? Now we've only killed one big buck, uh, but we're getting selective, you know, and that's proper land management. You don't shoot everything you see, and select harvesting, and it's it's a whole system that a good ethical uh, system and hunter will take care of.
0: Right? Did you really get a big buck?
2: Yeah, it's in the it's in the shed. Ask the guys about hanging this son of a bitch. What happened? It's taking us two days we
0: still haven't hung the damn thing yeah it's a big big deer for sure <laughs> a six
2: six year old
3: deer probably weighs in about dressed 300 pounds really Big deer yes Two
2: guys can't
3: even lift this thing and we're growing man it's i think we're relatively cow. strong we're not over the top strong but we can lift and uh
1: this thing uh does not budge i would appreciate it if you got it off my concrete floor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: How did you get it up? Just drag? Did you have to drag it up with the quad?
2: Uh, well, we got it thrown on the quad. We gutted it, threw it on the quad, which isn't bad. But we're trying to hang it ten feet up. Right, right. But the uh, what do you call that thing? The boat anchor vice? What is that?
1: The rope Winch? grip? The rope gripper? The
2: rope gripper? high bolt <laughs> that Bushy had on the wall. We had it tied up, and we were running it and pulling it up on the hoist with the four wheeler. Well, the the uh, the rope gripper, blew right
1: there. The finishing nails didn't quite hold up. Oh man, somebody
2: <laughs> almost
3: got killed.
2: Finishing nails. It's a
3: gong show. Put a hole in the. Uh...
0: Is that your that was your carpentry work? <laughs> yes. Put a hole
3: in the roof, and it's raining tonight. Uh.
0: <laughs> so. You didn't have to make your own hockey sticks. How the heck are no. you supposed to learn that stuff? He taught me that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know what, guys? It's time in the show. We got to do a little thing that we call uh, feedback. We got, uh, feedback. We got feedback. We <laughs> got
2: feedback. Feedback. Sounds like That's
4: Rooster.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a Rooster Dave Charles. He writes all the music for the show. He was also the star of last week's episode, "The Wheel of Fun." So the Wheel of Fun happened last week, and we get feedback every week from our listeners. And this week, we got some interesting feedback. Actually, today, on uh, Facebook, I got my first piece of like um, offended uh, feedback from a person who didn't like my joke. You
2: know what? Congratulations. I yes. made you made it.
0: Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I honestly really do consider this a big step forward, yeah. that I could have uh, pissed off a person who actually shares the same last name as me. And uh, so my, I wrote a joke, and I, and a uh, she wrote back, "Boo, Peter, boo," and it said, uh, she said something like, "I'm glad, I, uh, you're not the Peter Van Dyke I know. Um, I'm glad I'm not related to you." Kind of. I was of thing. gonna
2: say, was it your mom?
0: No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was a girl. I never. I didn't know her. I don't. It was just one of these links because it was a link on that's Gian Gameshi. You know John Gameshi from? Have you been following the story? It's in the news yeah, now. Yeah, CBC. The CBC guy, and he ends up he. Uh, he had uh, he beat women up and stuff like that. It was really inappropriate with women. Anyhow, uh, big hypocrite bullshit. We covered it on last week's show.
3: Uh, let's see the real truth. I think they liked some of it, too.
0: Right. So George Strauman... Stramonopoulos- May I just ask no, what, I don't what, what, what,
3: really what your idea. joke was, though?
0: The joke that offended?
3: That offended the lady.
0: Okay. Well, George Straumanopoulos, you know him?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, he, yeah, he, sure did a, he did a comment about Gomeshi... And now all the women who are really in love with this Gameshi guy, he turns out to be a woman beater, they are all they all love Stramonopoulos, too, because is one of these guys, a good listener. He's going to look you in the eye when he's talking to and you. And he doesn't beat them. Yeah, and he's telling them, hey, I'm, I'm, the, same, I'm, better, I'm the same as uh, Gameshi except I don't beat women. I'm like the perfect <laughs> guy. Okay, that's hilarious. <laughs> and so I, my, co- sorry, my sorry. joke, my joke was, my joke was.
3: Uh, I thought that was the joke. No, that's a, that's a <laughs> that bad story. That was a good
0: one. My joke was, uh, how long before we find out that uh ritualistically kills the homeless, is what my <laughs> joke was. It's a joke saying, what makes you think this guy's so good too? Like, just because he's telling you he's good, the other guy said he was good too. Like. Yeah. Like uh,
2: I don't. I'll, hey, we all got skeletons in our closet. It's when they come out. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm not saying that you. So I made mention that he killed the homeless. I, it was in jest, right? She obviously didn't appreciate or get my uh, humor, and therefore I uh, got my first piece of bad feedback to where she hates me. Well, second piece because I did offend the Italians too. I got that. I like them both. Thank you very much for feedback. I like the negative feedback. I think as much as the good stuff. But I do appreciate the good stuff as well.
3: So did she flat out say she hated you?
0: No, no, she said she was glad she wasn't related to me to me and she uh she's, she she knows this isn't the Pete Van Dyke that she knew. She knew it knows another one I guess. All right, so
2: that's, that's So she didn't obviously get the uh the point of your joke though, meaning that everybody has something.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like or when's the next, you know, like how do you think you're making a judgment on this guy from something that he writes, like an article or the image he portrays on television, but you don't know if that's that's an aspect of the per, your personality. Like if you work, you if you you work at your company, you're one person. You come home, you're another person. We talked about this earlier, right? Yep. Same thing. Like these guys, you put an image out on the on the Absolutely. internet or on television or whatever. Yeah. You don't know. Is this Pete Van Dyke the Just one wait
2: you- until the the dirty laundry gets aired. Then you'll know the real look. Like Mel Gibson.
0: Yeah, that's right.
2: Like, there is a guy who's an anti-Seminist, uh, like, just hates Jewish, hates whoever. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, like, 20 years this guy flew under the radar, and then all of a sudden the guy goes off the hook one day, and then all of a sudden in, in the Hollywood you're hearing, oh, yeah, well, we knew about that. We knew about that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, what the hell? Nobody <laughs> else knew about that.
0: <laughs> and what does it matter, I guess? It's like one of those well, things If you if, it, if, if you, you know? make good art. And you're a real dickhead. Is it, does it belittle your art any? Like, if you make great movies, but you're a real prick.
2: Hey, the guy made great movies.
0: Hitler was a good painter, right?
2: Actually, Hitler <laughs> was a phenomenal public speaker, much like uh, Barack Obama.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, I'm
4: gonna go. Get evil. Hey,
2: but if you think about it, you look at a very good. Public speaker, they can go very, very far in life. A big time. Hitler was even if you're four feet. In short. his mannerism, the guy convinced an entire goddamn country to go in a different direction that was completely offside. Tell me that guy wasn't a great leader. He's a great leader. You just fucked up.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. I, but yeah, he did something. Like I don't. They put he put him in Harris, some sort of a trance or something because <laughs> even they'll say, I don't know what we were thinking. Like the guy, the Germans that are there now. They'll say, "I don't know what we were thinking." But
2: that shows you the power of speech. Yeah, yeah. They needed a voice, and, and also
0: sing. the power of the mob mentality. If you get a big group of people together, yep. all chanting one thing, like crazy yep. shit happens. You yep. see Same those time. things on the those uh, u porn videos yep. where you see like the I've never seen uh, those. Yeah, bro, well, I've watched pornography before. I do it as research for the show. <laughs> so What's we have you something Dick, to talk uh, about.
1: Dick Hertz from Beat Ontario does not watch u porn. He oh, doesn't. No, no uh, Dick actually, hurt. I'm a
2: subscriber of Pornhub. <laughs> i've upgraded from you porn to uh porn Hope, thank you okay.
0: well as a man as a guy with two daughters uh who are both pretty good students and probably destined to go to uh, a post sec- post-secondary education at some point in their life and i watched co- what happens with college girls in these like hazing type scenarios where they're trying to get into sorority or something like that. That's scary. And it's like the crowd's chanting, and these girls are like blowing guys and stuff. And oh it's what, like, God. what? What? Oh what shit! Are you watching? Shit.
2: <laughs> where are you watching this?
0: It's on those things. Are I just you, see you porn? I see pictures and I click on them. That's oh, what I do. <laughs> are you awful.
2: serious? You know what? My girl's not. Fucking going to university. <laughs> my girl's getting oh. no
0: education. You know what? Well, how do Fucking you want? homeschool, to... damn it!
2: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta sick my Italian wife on her ass, and she ain't going nowhere.
0: Well, I mean, I don't think this is the norm at all. I, and, and well, I, is it? I don't know. It wasn't when I went there. I went to the. I went to school too, and nev- nothing ever happened like that. And anything that That's I a heard. Wait
2: a minute. Man. You mean the crowd didn't tell you to suck a dick? <laughs> 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 Dick man, I, mean, no, you know, I,
0: I can honestly say Van that. Van
2: Dyke, suck a dick. Van Dyke.
0: I think he's like, ah, I got caught up here. All
2: right, I'll do it. Hey, you, suck. <laughs> you can build the biggest bridge, but you suck one dick in college, and you're known as a cocksucker
0: your whole life. <laughs> That's right. They don't call you a bridge builder. That's right. Uh, yeah, well. No one ever did say that to me in university. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs>
2: Amen.
0: I don't think I would fall for it. Anyways, not twice for sure. <laughs> well, hey. there's one more person to check in with and feedback. We got feedback, and that's our good old buddy, the Haitian dwarf. We just got to find his theme song here. <laughs> the there we go. Dwarf. Let's crank this one up. I hope, I hope.
3: Like, when you put the music.
0: i like to end it on the bad one. Just keep rocking, I'll be there in two minutes. No problem, the Haitian Dwarf feedback. Well this week, last week as you remember, it was a rare week where the Haitian Dwarf did not provide us with any feedback, so we were concerned with them, we had some live tweets during the episode, and uh, I'm happy to say the Haitian Dwarf is back this week, and he had given us uh, five stars, five stars, it says, great episode, love the wheel of fear. Sorry I missed my review last week. I was trying to heat things up with a lady friend, so I tried that choke move thing like the guy from the CBC. Guess she didn't like it because she drop-kicked me out of the second-floor window. Doc says I'm off dwarf tossing for at least two weeks. Maybe next time I'll lead with Pete's pinky move. Pinky move, I think it's said. Well, at
4: least he's okay.
0: Yeah, he is okay. And that's really what the important thing is, is that the Haitian dwarf's all right. And that's all we are concerned with. And I would say the to use the pinky move, Haitian dwarf, you want to be uh, you want to be uh, slow with it. And again, you don't open with it. It's something you you work yourself into, like a like a hot bath, you know. It's with something that you creep up on, and then you then you go in. So thanks for the feedback, and <laughs> hopefully you can do something with it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, did you guys uh? So Dick Dick Hurton from Beaton? <laughs> did you did you uh you and Bushy were roommates, right?
2: Uh yeah, one time.
0: And you and you met when you met, what was he like?
2: Uh, uh how is it? <laughs> Well coming from the where city arguing? Remember you, we are in the internet.
0: Where yeah. did you where did you grow up? Where or can you say that?
2: Toronto.
0: Toronto, Toronto, okay.
2: So yeah, he lived in a house with two Toronto boys, an Owen and sound boy and uh him being from turkey point delhi 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 dogs so basically we used to rip on him uh being a country boy oh yeah yeah but then we realized he was actually pretty tough so that <laughs> ripping stopped pretty quick <laughs> We thought he was just a hick. We picked on him. <laughs> <laughs> and he started kicking the shit out of everybody.
1: They, they used to make fun of my briefs. I never had boxer shorts, and and everyone in the house had briefs. The, 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 the boxer shorts, right?
0: The became, like the, the, the boxer briefs.
1: Boxer, like yeah, I had the tight briefs, you know. That yeah, tighty whiteys. whiteys. Tidy yeah, tighty whiteys. whiteys. <laughs> yeah. And and <laughs> the potato oh. pants oh. and moccasins. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Did you use the pee hole, the hole, Ryan? Did you use the pee hole? Absolutely. In the tidy waddies.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: You did? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never use the P-hole. Yeah. I always just pull a band down on the top.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes Do you I don't
0: use know. the P-hole? Do you use the Peel Scott?
1: Never use the p How about the people that drop their drawers right down under the knees? You walk into a urinal there, and just, their pants are right down. The homeless? Their knees. <laughs> I've never, <laughs> seen I mean,
3: never
0: seen that ever. never seen that. I've never seen
1: that either. No, I, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. And it's
2: did disturbing.
1: You? And, yes. normally, <laughs> it's, 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 and it's
2: normally fat that. bastards that have a paunch. Yeah. Do you remember God. our trainer? We won't say his name. He used to drop his drawers to take a piss. Yes. yes. Oh, do you remember that? that? Yes. Yeah, Good lord. That was an awful sight. That is disturbing. Seriously. I had,
0: I had a roommate who used to take his shirt off to take a shit. And I and I <laughs> That's uh,
1: not bad. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't use it to wipe, did he? No. no. I right, played well, well, with fun. a guy that had to get, get completely naked to take a shit.
0: <laughs> what did he completely do? You, like, pull naked. his clothes up?
1: No. Why? He would have to be naked to take a shit for some reason. <laughs> I have no I've idea why. All have be hanging over the stall. <laughs> in a public actually, restroom? Yeah. Anywhere. He would have to be completely naked. I don't know about... Yeah, I know. In the dress rooms, like...
0: Oh, in your the hockey, hockey dress hockey rooms. In arenas. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know about... You
0: know, if it was a family, wife
1: and kids, and they're at a nice restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not.
0: Go see professional help for that. Imagine time. the, yeah. airport, sh- the airport shitter. He's got all yeah. his clothes right over yeah. the top. Uh, Fuck, I'd hate to take a
2: shit in an
1: airport.
0: You know what I think? You know how sometimes you go to an airport bathroom, and you see, like, there's shit on the back of the toilet? Like, <laughs> oh, and miss yeah. the toilet they all
1: the They call together. that a sky dump liquid party
0: you know what it is i think it's a lot of times it's the i think it's the asian cultures they don't like to sit that's on right. it they, they stand on top of the toilet and they have they they aim on it and they miss
2: and that's
3: insane.
0: oh,
1: like on the tank you mean not even like in the bowl
0: they like can miss the bowl you, completely oh, you, yeah
1: you do it in Jesus. a tank then you put the lid back no on that's and then you'll different. smell like shit forever
0: what's that called that's called there's a term for that
1: disgusting <laughs> oh <Ouch. laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, it's a sky dump, isn't it? The sky dump? Yeah, it's a, yeah, sky, it's a dump. sky dump or something. It's like a, you make the tank a brown. And yes. uh, I remember I saw that for the first time at McDonald's. There was a guy from uh, Waterford that did that. And uh, it was, I thought that was the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. When the guy took the lid off the back of the toilet and took a dump in it. I just thought that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> that was when I was in high school. Yeah, and, every t- and I thought, that's a genius prank. Followed
2: by the most uh, disgusting thing you've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's no applause for that. No, no, that's offside. No, that's gross.
0: Okay, well then, I'll just have to do this.
2: <laughs> yeah, seriously. Fine. Fine. Fuck you guys. That's one thing that's oh, offside. Yeah. <laughs> in
3: university That's where we used to Put our beers To keep cold To hide from people From stealing them From the fridge <laughs> So much <laughs> shit in there I it. shit okay, It's cold water That would keep my beers cold So nobody else Would steal them
0: <laughs> I've never done that before uh, Because I've sh- seen A guy shit in the back Of a toilet seat Well the I
2: guess <laughs> I've never seen it Never even heard about it Well it is kind of funny It <laughs> is kind of funny It's disgusting But it's I never
0: never. Could, like, I, I couldn't have even cook. Up that idea, and I saw hey, a guy do it. I that's saw I mean. a guy take a shit, shit
2: in another man's hockey skate and put the sole over top of the shit. <laughs> Kid hey, you not? And that, that guy over there saw it too. That's and then fun. when he guy put his foot in it, the shit rode right up his whole leg. <laughs> it, was, it was disgusting, yet kind of funny. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, if it wasn't happening to you, funny. Yeah, 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 I don't remember who it was, but I remember it was pretty disgusting
0: oh yeah every i remember this i don't know if i told this one on air before but when we when i was in first university it was like first week there like frosh week or something and we were up on the there was this university center it was like a four four floor type building and then there was a bar at the top and then there was a bar like on the th- a second floor too so we were coming down from the top bar to the second one and the guy leaned over the railing of the ba- of the stairs and took a shit to <laughs> see if he could ship like all the way to the ground right and then uh, he who like, can
2: shit on the on a on the spot like that. Right? I don't know, man. That's that's <laughs> impressive in its own right. And was it then he, the same guy that needs to get naked to do it?
0: No, that was his guy. <laughs>
2: Just gearing down. That was different, dude.
0: <laughs> this guy, some, he works on like pastry. Some banker now, eh? He's some like uh, old you know, like uppity banker. You right know there.
2: what? You could probably he just to get higher him up in, him. in the building so he <laughs> could yeah, yeah, blackmail his ass because nobody wants to know about the guy who shit down a staircase. Yeah,
0: and he wiped his ass with like the railing. Are you doing those butt slides <laughs> no, on the railing? Oh, yeah, man. He did. And then he brought a girl home, and when he woke up in the morning, the next morning with the girl. He was like gonna get up and put on some music, and the back of his fifty boxer shorts had a big friggin' brown skid mark that you could see right through because he didn't clean himself properly by this dumb shit. Right, and that le- the girl made a hasty exit you know what? after she saw that.
2: That's an animal. That's an animal. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: we put were the all animals animals. on them, we'd shoot them. Then when you go back to that college thing, that's what you send them into—a bunch of friggin' animals.
2: True much could be said about playing junior hockey though.
0: Oh yeah, it's even worse.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Times have changed
0: though. Did you play hockey too? Yes, sir. I oh, like it at a at a uh, like a professional level or
3: semi pro, I guess you'd call it. junior.
0: How far did you go? Like what team did you play for? Uh, I got for?
3: drafted right up to junior A.
0: What and did you play?
3: a uh, couple games. For who? Oshawa Generals.
0: Oh yeah. So was that the was that like a Like, was that close to where you grew up? Or how far Uh, was it? Actually,
3: yeah. Probably about an hour and a half away.
0: Oh, yeah, so not too bad. We talked
3: about maybe going to the Sioux St. Marie, but Oshawa at the same time owned Sioux, I guess, back in the day.
0: Did you go with...
2: Because uh, they traded lindros and they owed them everything.
0: Did you go with uh, Big Dick to catch the alligator?
2: No, I was not with Big Dick on the alligator uh, hunt. Mm.
0: Was that a, was that one that you went on for pleasure as well, or was that one? No,
2: those were all business trips, business. kicking ass in the swamps. I got
0: to oh, enjoy yeah. it though.
2: I got to eat it. He cooked it up there. Fantastic.
0: Dick's evening, got one man.
3: hell of a blackened recipe. Yeah.
0: <sighs> really. Blackened oh, gator tail. Blackened gator. It right?
3: was over the top. Yeah. I never thought it was going to be like that, but
2: gator hunting people can make oh, cheers, it. Out. everyone. You know
3: our, what? Uh, our uh, bartender here just brought us some shots, so. Uh, Oh, fantastic. Let's cheers to... Uh, cheers, everybody. Some Thanks for coming.
2: And, uh, you got one? Gator. Oh, you're oh. Yeah, I've got a golf ball on my lip right now. I'll get one later. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know... What was that? I watch... Uh, oh, Miss Lisa's coming back. Yeah, that was... Uh,
3: <laughs> what was it? <laughs> it
0: was
4: wi-
2: whiskey spice. Forty
0: Creek whiskey spice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Whiskey
2: in a jar. It was nice. gotta Hey, so let me tell you about gator hunting, okay? You see this show, uh, Swamp People, and it looks so dangerous and exciting and all this shit's going on and blah, blah, blah. It's the most anti-climatic hunt you can do. Really? Yeah. Now Let me paint the picture. You go out, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. It's cool. It's fun. It's legal. It's ethical. Blah, blah. But I'll tell you what. You go out in a goddamn boat. I was telling my uh, buddy one day. I said you gotta go shoot a gator like way too much fun we were in florida hog hunting and uh opportunity came up and the the guy said you guys want a gator tonight and uh we said well how much three grand i said well i'm out my buddy who's never killed a gator was like well didn't you say it's really exciting i said yeah you gotta try it it's freaking awesome really cool so uh He's like, "All right, I'll do it." So we go out at night. We all these spotlights lighting up the swamp. Two thousand alligator red eyes everywhere. You rip around until you find one that's got a good distance of six to eight, ten inches, whatever, between its eyes. That indicates the actual length of the gator.
0: Right, right. You're looking for. That's how you can tell they're big ones because yeah. their eyes are further apart.
2: Yeah, and ideally, you want to shoot a nine to twelve foot gator. You don't want anything less than that. You know, you want something that's pretty respectable. So uh, we come across a nine-foot. He, get, he gets his crossbow, and uh, he just leans over the boat at about, I don't know, probably two feet from the alligator. Reaps it with the harpoon and the, the bow. Boom. Sticks it. He actually spined it, so it broke its neck. And then he actually just pulled this thing up dormant, like reeling up a, a sheet of plywood, and it was in the boat in about eight seconds. He looks at me, he goes, well, that was a fucking waste of $3,000. <laughs> <laughs> no... I was like, well, I guess you're right. Sorry, buddy.
0: <laughs> yeah, because they still got the same product at the end. You still get the same meat, you get the same you, skin, you, do, you get the same everything, but you don't get that fight, you know, and that's the... That's I really hunted you...
2: them several times, and uh, sometimes you put a harpoon in them, and as long as you don't brain them or spine them, they... They fight like a bat out of hell. And you're on for two hours, tug of war, by hand, with a 500-pound alligator pulling on line, and he's pulling. Literally, he'll pull your entire boat and crew right around the swamp till he gets tired. You bring him up, up to the top, and you whack him with a bang stick. A That's bang what stick? What's a bang stick? Bang stick, it's uh, probably a 6-foot rod with a 44 Magnum cartridge in the end. And when it gets pressurized by... Pushing on it, Oh, yeah. Boom! Goes off. Oh, okay. A lot of fun. Everybody should have a bang stick. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Is that now. like
0: how they kill livestock? Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, very similar. Very yeah. similar. But with gators and that, you, that way you don't have to get close to them. You just drop the bang stick in and you just go pop and then all over. <laughs> Everything ends when a 44 Magnum goes off underwater. Now, the trick is you have to do it underwater. If you do it above water, holy shit, the water spray. <laughs> you, you'll swamp your boat. Don't, well, yeah. don't hit a bang stick above water. Oh, yeah. Do it underwater and all's good. You <laughs> got to get it.
0: So this is like a, uh, I'm, it's probably, like it's a high caliber. Uh, 44
2: mag. 44 mag. Yeah, that's, that's a big dog. Yeah, that's
0: heavy hit. Yeah. Is that, that uh, what Calais would use in Dirty Harry?
2: Uh, that would be correct Yes he did 44 Magnum Smith & Wesson Yeah that's right I think it was a Model 29 actually <laughs> Very good yeah, yeah, From yeah. what
0: little I know about guns What does Magnum gotta get one. P.I.
2: carry? That uh, would be a Colt 1911 45 uh, Long Colt and How would you know That Dick? Best goddamn show on TV today.
0: Still, <laughs> <laughs> so are they making a reboot of that? I hear they're making a no, reboot they're, of they're, they're actually just
2: rerunning episodes on um, on satellite. No, I'm serious.
0: I hear they're making a oh, movie. Oh,
2: I did hear that, actually, yeah. and I'm pretty pumped about it.
0: Yeah, I don't know who they're going to get to. He's got to have a good duster, man.
2: You know what? Magnum is single-handedly responsible for putting Coors Banquet Beer on the map. <laughs> and, 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 and Detroit Tigers. <laughs> nice I still
0: he, he's he got a... Uh, Tom Selleck has a, a place no. in Oakville, eh?
2: No. Yeah. Come on. Really?
0: On Lake Shore. He's had it for years.
2: Tom yeah. Selleck is also a huge supporter of the NRA. Is he? Yep. Diehard firearm hunter. So, obviously, we like him. <laughs> and? Here, here.
0: Well, great. Uh, best Tom Selleck movie.
2: Quigley <laughs> Down Under. <laughs>
0: really? Really? That probably is the best one. I don't know. What uh, else is there? There's three three men, men and a baby. Babies, but that sucked. <laughs> or there's uh, Mr. Baseball. Well, then they did is part there... two,
2: didn't they? Well, oh, part five probably by now. which <laughs> was Jesus. terrible. Jeff Gutenberg and uh, Ted Danson. Like, no. They're done. Quickly <laughs> down on it. A... He, he's not a movie guy. He's, he's, he's a P. TV oh. guy. Yeah, he's a TV guy. Great guy. Great guy. We Look forward to hanging
4: him. in our bedroom.
0: Yeah, Tom Selleck. Oh yeah, it was a poster of Tom Selleck. I remember that now with my sisters growing up. My sisters had a poster of Tom Selleck with the uh, Was it
2: Magnum?
4: Yeah, it was Magnum.
0: Yeah, so with like a black jacket on or something like that, eh?
4: For sure. Lori loved him.
2: He wasn't wearing the Hawaiian shirt?
4: No, no Hawaiian shirt. It was black.
3: Nice. Always carrying his pistol though.
0: He oh, had one of the, he had a real uh, he had one of the epic uh, mustaches of all times, like one of the great mustaches oh, was uh, yeah. I uh love Tom Stark's mustache man.
2: I always got a kick out of the show though he usually killed a person every other episode
0: on Megan Pi he kills oh, yeah, him?
2: all the time, and I always thought, okay, how many people can go through life killing a guy every other week for <laughs> eight years <laughs> and he never went to jail
0: yeah and he also uh, he, Hey,
2: times are changing now he's. Yeah, he P.I.
0: I don't think he'd be able to murder on every other episode on today's on, reboot of it.
2: Hey, you know one thing I know? I'm a James Bond big fan. Right. Back in the day when you watch the old James Bonds, if you watch um, Sean Connery, yep. you see him smacking women around. Mm-hmm. You see him having sex with five women in a movie. Nowadays, you see James Bond, he only has sex with one woman, maybe two. <laughs> just an Yeah, he
0: used to be a playboy. That's a whole character if you read the books and everything, big too. He was time. a big-time playboy. Times are changing, man. And now the last they won't even have that he got him. his
2: ass kicked. Huh?
3: You know, the last one, he kind of got his ass kicked.
0: By a woman, or?
3: No, just at the end, he didn't
2: wasn't the American dream, if you will.
0: or oh, like not the real strong hero yeah. type. Yeah, yeah
2: but he still kicked ass. Mm. He kicked ass. But I'm saying, if you watch the old James Bonds... Yeah, he
0: was a real... He was... They were like, like, he spiked moving
2: around on a daily basis.
3: Diehard on the...
0: Actually, levels. in real life, Sean Connery, and this is like in the... I think the late 80s, early 90s, you can look it up on YouTube. There's a clip of Sean Connery with Barbara Walters where he talks about how he thinks... Uh, how he thinks it's okay once in a while to hit your hit your wife. And he really? says... Uh, he goes, you know, the talking is fine, but once in a while when uh the talking the is the time for talking is done, then there's only then that's the course of action that needs to be taken <laughs> sometimes a quick hit in the mouth will get it you know i do not know what accent I was how, going to do
2: how it actually wasn't bad wasn't bad <laughs> but how does he feel about his wife chopping his nuts off while he sleeps? Yeah, exactly. Because that's what I would do if I was his wife.
1: (laughs)
0: Those are different times, though. I mean, in those old movies like Spencer Tracy and Katharine Hepburn, like Spencer Tracy just whack her in the mouth. That's right. And they thank you, like, oh, thank you, I needed that, you know, to smarten me up. (laughs) (laughs) Those are like a million years ago, but it's only like probably 50, 60 years ago that that stuff was in movies and no one made an issue of it.
2: Cigarettes, multiple sex, and whacking women. Early James Bond right there.
0: Yeah. And now you can't and do you can still Martinis. be a playboy. Can can you be a cool playboy Well, animal?
2: if you watch modern day James Bond, he's still a playboy, but he only nails one broad a movie. Sean Connery was knocking like four or five.
0: Yeah, so this the new James Bond, he likes to have like uh relationships with women, not just meaningless sex like Sean Connery's version.
2: Well, I don't know. I that would not call them the relationships. Bond, I would just call sex. them more selective. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just shows you the the change, the way society's going now, because that's not socially acceptable.
0: Was there ever a time in James Bond history where James Bond banged Miss Money Penny?
2: I have not seen that. I don't think. Like so. were
0: they even in love? Interest, even the early ones, were, were they the same well, age? Well,
2: they always had flirtations and stuff, but never. Uh... She had a crush on them.
0: but they never they the never did it. Them.
2: Well, the closest they got was one of the newest ones with uh, Daniel Craig. With uh, when Penny was the black girl. And uh, they d- came pretty close at that one, but they didn't consummate the deal.
0: Oh, that's too bad, eh? Maybe well, was,
2: I'd actually like to have seen that.
0: Me too. I'm hoping that eventually it will happen where That'd James be, Bond well, pretty pretty sure and sick. Miss yeah. Moneypenny have She passed have away sex. in the last
3: one, so that's all over. Is she dead?
0: No,
2: no. Uh, You're thinking of M. Oh, sorry, M, yeah.
0: yeah. Who is she, the gadget woman? Or the
2: no, she's that old sexy cougar. Lady,
0: oh, uh, oh, Q is the gadget guy, right?
2: Q's the gadget guy who got replaced by the nerdy new Q.
0: Oh, yeah, the same thing. Gadget person, I don't watch the, I haven't watched the uh, new James Well, the Bond. gadgets
3: aren't as fun anymore because technology's so advanced. Back when you watched James Bond, like he had the cool shit that we have now,
0: <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. But now,
3: like, yeah, we yeah, got that still stuff,
0: got
2: cool shit, like, they're, like, they're like doing awesome. they brought back the old stuff.
0: Like no, what they're cool? doing... You fast. can always use jetpacks. Don't knock James Bond. Okay. Jetpacks are always cool. Jetpacks are always cool. Yeah. I would like, throw a jetpack in. James
3: Bond, then my new James Bond's the Born Supremacy. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> That's series like right, right there, That's like serious James man. Bond shit. Yeah, That's that the, new the new James Bond. The new James
0: Bond is the It's is like the that Bourne.
2: crazy technology. and. The latest Born Supremacy wasn't that great, though. That didn't have Matt Damon in it. Fair Who enough.
0: did it instead?
2: The uh, guy, uh, he he was Shia really good, no, he was No, he's from *Hansel and Gretel*, and <laughs> you'd recognize him if you saw him. Was it
0: some like young puss? No, like he was good. He no, no, he
2: was really good. He was good, just oh, no. dynamic. It's not the same without uh, Statham, Matt Damon.
3: No. Well, I bet you no, he'll be back him. in the next one. They could run this like
2: a James oh, Bond,
3: as they should. And they should. Like I want to follow. It
2: actually was a series, I think.
3: Well, it's been three now.
2: No, no. It was a series. Back, it's a remake of a series. Oh, it is. I had no idea. Yeah, it was a TV show,
0: I think. I, I, don't, I don't watch. I just know when I was... I remember going to the, the movie theater when I was uh, a kid to see James Bond, Never Say Never Again. And it was when Sean Connery came back. Remember when she, like, it was Roger, Sean Connery, then Roger Moore, and then Sean yeah. Connery came back to do one movie? Yeah. And it was never seen never All right.
2: Heard. Who's your favorite James Bond? Oh,
0: Connery, yeah, 100%. Connery, yeah. definitely Connery.
4: Big time.
0: Rank them though. All of them. That's even more fun because yeah. the because I would have to go They
4: are very sexy men.
0: Which one? Okay, you're a woman though. Yeah, Get on the yeah, mic though. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll have to listen to endure my sister say this. But I might don't. want to say a
2: married woman too. Yeah, yeah. yeah just take and it your around. husband's in the room, so keep it polite.
0: Okay, which one is the most handsome out of all of them? And you have to take him in their prime. Like, don't I'm, take him in when he's bald. Like,
2: I, hey, I like Connery.
4: I do. He's very sexy. He's distinguished. He's
0: he's the most handsome of all of them.
4: I, I really liked him.
0: Okay, number two, most handsome though.
4: Shoot out some names. For well, there's Daniel
0: Craig, Daniel Craig, Pierce Brosnan,
2: Roger Moore,
0: Timothy Dalton, Roger Moore, and there's that one other guy more. that no one remembers.
2: <laughs> there's one more from Russia with Love or something. Yeah, yeah. One it, of the very first ones, it went uh, Sean Connery, the new, the other guy, then back to Sean Connery. And I forget that guy's name.
0: He's an Australian, too. Is he? Yeah, he's actually an Australian. I know the guy. I, I should know the guy's, guy's name. name. he always forget it, eh? But he's like the he's like the Pete best of James (laughs) Bond. (laughs) (laughs) Almost made it.
2: I've got got a topic for you, Pete, if you don't mind.
0: Yeah, let's do it.
2: Horror movies. The other night, I got here and I am a huge fan of The Walking Dead. Huge fan. Love it. Watch it religiously for five years. I sat with what? my two grown man buddies over here, and they cowered like little girls <laughs> watching a zombie movie, and they
0: sat Your at the part. bar
1: while I sat over there.
0: Were, it, it, did it frighten you, Right?
1: How do you enjoy watching a uh, zombie eat the, the guts out of a, another person? As it's little, this, it's uh, the drama. It's the drama. Of just, it. That doesn't do it for me. Do you watch
0: other horror movies or like more zombie movies?
2: No, I used to love horror movies, but I can't really watch them now. The Walking Dead's not
1: a horror movie; it's a drama that has zombies in it. Right, right. But but you gotta watch a few movies and the zombie eating and to to get the drama part of it. Oh I, well, I yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of going on
2: throughout the whole movie.
1: Right. But you gotta kind of filter it. It's not. I just, can't filter that.
2: It's not just mindless zombie shit. The real, the real horror movies
3: that are nasty. Like I'm going out hunting when it's dark out. And instead of looking for deer, I'm scared of zombies. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because That's, I have to watch 10 minutes of Walking there Dead. There is
4: no such thing you as know, zombies. You know, like I consider myself a pretty
3: tough guy. And we've got an enforcer in the house. <laughs> and the two of us were like hiding in the bar like little mice. <laughs> I was terrified to look at the screen. And
2: like it is what it is. It's just, I'm terrified of it. Yeah. I used to love horror movies when I wanted to get laid. But now that I'm married, I'm like, nip, I really don't have a need to watch a horror movie because I'm a paranoid freak.
0: (laughs) But,
4: how did watching horror?
0: You're a paranoid freak with lots of weapons.
4: Get you laid.
2: Because the girls get all creeped out and they get a little closer and the next thing, boom, you pounce. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. You pounce with charm, Lisa. You pounce with charm.
2: You're the safety. You're big big time. Deck of, of
0: like, time. That's a
2: classic, Lisa. Are you telling me Bushy didn't start you off <laughs> yeah. with the horror movies? No. Oh.
1: Uh, love I tapes, love tapes, thanks. It's like porn. We're <laughs> 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 right <the> Porn.
0: <laughs> You have to give them a book, and then it's then it's okay. If you say like I was, I gotta show my wife a porno movie just to get her in the mood. I just keep like shoving her. Like I gave it to her for her anniversary. I gave her like a porno movie so she could watch it. Nice. Right? No, no, I didn't do that. But I mean, if <laughs> oh, I said you wanted to, if I said that to you, nice. If no, I, I was like, like, tell me more. I'm
2: interested. Get curtain me. where are you going with
0: this? No, if I said He's I was
3: getting swollen as we speak. <laughs> <laughs>
0: if i said i was i did that people would be like well that's a weird thing to get your wife is a, a really. porn but if i gave her, if i give her 50 shades of gray and she and they're like oh she likes those sorts of novels it's a thoughtful gift but it's the same thing you read one of those books that's like smut that's smut for women like written for, for them you know it's always the same dialogue too about the guy's kind of a dick but like uh, he's uh you're going to she's going to change him She's gonna like make him better. She's gonna like soften him up to get the emotion out of him because he's really cold and and rough sex and stuff. And then she melts him and it becomes real romantic sex by the end. And I don't care what it is. You make your wife read that stuff and your life is gonna get better. Whatever that formula is of bullshit you makes your time? wife want to
3: what Fifty sh- Shades of Grey.
0: All of them. All the books that are like that. You're making like, a
3: movie out of that.
0: Yeah. It's. A, it, See, that's where it's guys and suck. girls are She's so. A
4: charters can give you a good lowdown on the. Don't, don't say
0: stuff like that. I don't just out her.
2: <laughs> guys did, and girls no. are so
4: guys completely
2: different, though, that women have to be romanticized into that mood, whereas guy just throws in a porn and boom, you're in the mood. <laughs> yes. so I don't even need a porn. <laughs> when, the wind changes direction.
3: <laughs> <Get a draft laughs> time oh. management. It moved. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah actually, I sometimes I think the porn ruins it because it 's just like uh, too depends
3: what kind of especially porn. the porn you 're watching apparently
0: well that 's terrible stuff that 's social stuff that that 's like stuff that you watch and you 're like what 's going on with the world like that 's terrible like girls gone wild i i I, I hate it yeah. i don 't find it to be
2: not if you
0: have daughters. Yeah, that's. Brutal. Yeah, I used I used to like be fascinated by those commercials. Think about buying the tapes. That looks like a great time. I want to go. <laughs> yeah. I want to go spring break too. I want to go to Mardi Gras and see titties and stuff like that. That looks like a great time. Girls show me their boobs for nothing. But then you look at them now and you're like, uh, it's well, I have like a ten daughter. years
3: older than them now. Oh, well, 10 yeah, years well, ago, I, it was awesome because you could relate. I actually had a now talk. Like, yeah.
0: I had a talk with my daughter um, just last week, week, actually, and I just said something like, uh, "I trust." She was asking me about. She said, "Don't be too strict when I get older," or something like yeah, that. Oh, and shit. I said to her, "I go." Uh,
3: <laughs> How old is she? Uh,
0: Eleven. Oh. And she goes, and I go, "Well, I, I don't have to worry about you because you're not a dumb you're not a dumb girl." You're not one of those dumb girls, you know, and i at least I don't think you are, you know, because I, my, your mom's not a dumb girl, and I don't like dumb girls, so I wouldn't imagine that anything I did would have raised a dumb girl, and you seem like you're a really smart girl that's not going to make those dumb decisions to do dumb things like what the dumb girls do So you did. gave
2: her a guilt trip. No, it just seems
0: <laughs> like that. So, it, and sh- and because she makes mention of those girls like you see because it's in all the music videos and stuff like that you mm-hmm. see girls that are sing glorifying and singing about uh, if you spent your rent check on bottle service give me a hell yeah or something like some, really? that's a Katy Perry's lyric in a song she sings all the lyri- all the songs are about that and this is where I look like an old man shaking my fist at the kids eh? like fuck yeah. you kids with your hair and your music your crazy pants but that's true it's like it's bullshit I watch like rock videos I used to watch rock videos when you were a kid and it was they were Loving fun yeah. yeah party it up and now it's like about like partying means getting so fucking wasted that you pass out and you don't know remember anything about last night and it's hilarious you know and then you spend money called, you don't have that's
2: called growing up I don't know and now you have responsibility and you have kids and so you're like holy crap what,
0: what did I do
4: well, your rock videos that you watch, like um,
0: um, like Beastie Boys, are you thinking of Beastie Boys?
4: I, I was actually thinking of um, like Quiet right? like Motley. Oh, Crew. Motley
0: Crew, yeah, Poison, like, nice. Poison,
4: like those those people gave you like some good views on women. And,
0: um, <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right, those were crap too. That they, they actually showed well, objectified women and they showed people partying all the time, and there's always a big smoke. Uh, d- yeah, that's how you grew,
4: I feel like that's the era that you grew up in,
2: so. yeah. the one I lived in. <laughs> yeah.
4: I? Yes, you are the 80s guy
2: good god yeah but now that i have a family and a daughter i don't want any of that shit
0: <laughs> yeah i'm just probably se- i'm just more sensitive to it now right because it's Thank like you. i got kids cre- creeping up on it but it probably is the same thing it's just a different takes a different form when it's <laughs> when it's young girls singing to, what i think is singing to kids because it's pop music you know that's it's not the rock stars or the it's not Ozzy singing. Like, Ozzy wasn't supposed to be singing to 11-year-olds. He just happened to be singing to an 11-year-old. Because I thought Ozzy was awesome. No,
2: nobody took Ozzy serious, but they might take Katy Perry serious.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> little girls, like, uh, I don't know. It just seems like there's a little bit more where you're marketing bubblegum to kids and also hey, telling them to spend Hannah money.
4: Montana, Miley
3: Cyrus. Oh, there's Russian a great ball. example. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What? Great song, by the way. but It
4: is
0: a great song. Yeah, But uh, just she's ruined off. by the Britney whole image. Britney
4: Spears went from, like,
2: the Yeah, she's off the hook, too. Can you
0: believe we would go from hunting to uh, Britney Spears in one episode? Did you think we'd be going from hunting to Britney Spears? Well,
2: I'd
3: actually like to take it back to ghosts. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Keep me out of this.
2: <laughs> I know somebody here. That that's can scare part. the bejeebas out of anybody with her stories.
4: I'm the only her
2: here.
0: <laughs> you tell ghost stories, Lisa? We
2: and up- I know she wouldn't <laughs> oh, lie. Sorry.
4: We grew up in the same house, Pete.
0: Oh, those are, yeah, those stories.
2: Those stories. That's crazy. Okay.
0: We, our house was haunted when we were kids. That's
2: nuts. <laughs> that's, nuts. That's, not, that's the only thing in life that scares me are great white sharks and ghosts.
0: Yeah, we had a couple incidences. It wasn't nearly as bad for me, but they, I don't know what to believe. It's just, it was a real creepy house. And, and there there's things that happened that you never really feel comfortable about. That's yeah, that's
3: scary as shit. I honestly shit didn't
4: out even know that you felt like this. I thought that you always thought that I was crazy for feeling the way that I felt.
0: No. I always we're thought getting that I was
4: tight Anti- <laughs> We're, <laughs> We're on to something,
0: Pete. We're on to something. This is a run, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. But I remember one night in particular. Oh, this man. is my one incident, and really the only one significant one, was I was sleep. I went. My brother and I shared a bedroom, so we had two single beds in the room.
2: That's pi- uh, Pistol Paul.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Paul, uh, Paul Vander. <laughs> and it was he was uh, he was in the one bed, and I was in the other bed, and I got hit with a tennis ball like hard, you know. And it was the middle of the night, so I got the tennis ball and I whipped up. I got up and I threw it at Paul. And I, when I woke him up, I could see he was honestly, like, shocked sleeping. that I like sleeping and I just nailed him in the head with the tennis ball, you know. And I was like, "What did you do that for?" And he's like, "What did you do that for?" You know. And I'm like, "Oh, I don't think that he didn't throw the ball. So either one of these girls and my sisters had yeah, they did ducked in and chucked a ball at me in the middle of the night for no reason, or." something that ball hit me in the middle of the night right like i don't i can't explain how that ball hit me that's the only thing that's crazy that was the a real incident and then you start hearing other people like we had uh our bunkhouse um we it was a detached three-car garage we made it into a bunkhouse for the offshore laborers and the offshore laborers complained that it was haunted Seriously? and they kept having people knocking on the door in the middle of the night to the point where my dad had to go out and sleep in the bunkhouse with these guys
4: and every single one of those Jamaicans had a cross made out of <laughs> knives on their
0: bed. <laughs> yeah, they all—they were all very, uh, uh, very worried. The Jamaican guys <laughs> were very scared of the ghosts. Good so my dad's like, "You got." So they come to the house like Willie on like they like work for my dad, and we were always really—he was a fair boss, a good guy. So they're like Willie, honestly. This that fucking bunkhouse is haunted, right? And my dad's like, will,
2: he's old school too. And my dad's
0: like, you gotta be fucking kidding yeah, me! You know? yeah, like, he's no,
2: old school. He's like, fuck off and go to work. Yeah, like are you serious?
0: <laughs> so he goes, no, there's no such thing as fucking ghosts, guys. You know? And then they're like, no, there's you don't you don't get it, boss. Like they're they <laughs> they're there's Jamaican. They have voodoo shit. I don't know. I don't know about that. But they they ended up. uh My dad slept there in the night, and he said he he got ready. It was just about nighttime, like just. He's just about to sleep with all these guys, and uh, all of a sudden he hears a knock at the door. So he gets up thinking I must have forgot something in the house, and Barb's bringing it out for me. And he goes to the, to the door, and there's nobody there. And he says, "Sure shit, it was happened a couple times. It sounded like somebody was knocking on the door." So he blamed it on the on the black walnut tree. Dropping walnuts on the tin roof and it oh, sounds like knocking.
2: Somewhat possible.
0: And then cut the tree down. The answer <laughs> to cut the tr- any excuse to cut a tree down, eh? <laughs> Firewood, damn it! Firewood and it doesn't interfere with my satellite reception. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> so Just did, that's a good. Did the knocking too. on the door stop when he cut down the walnut tree?
0: Um, I th- believe so. Actually, I I, I do because I, I don't remember you know. there being any accounts of it. Because then we had Mexican guys come the next year, and I never heard the Mexicans complain. So maybe the ghost didn't like Jamaicans, or it <laughs> <laughs> or was the tree. It was one of the two things.
2: Well, some of the stories I've heard Lise tell me will send shivers down your spine.
0: Lisa's were more freaky. Eh? Yours were freaky. Oh,
2: big time, man. Big time. And you don't
4: have. I
0: don't to, want get to into sound it. like a crazy person. <laughs> I know it does make you sound crazy though, it even does. just to consider it. But the house gave up a real creepy vibe, and there was this one room in this house. Well, that didn't
2: that guy commit suicide in there? Yeah,
0: he committed oh, in so the barn.
2: Say so you no know more. Yeah. Case closed.
0: <clears throat> and it was, and there was one room with just all his stuff that was still in there in the house oh. that we lived in. God damn. I actually made it into a bedroom. I moved all his junk to the one corner and put a mattress and a box spring down And there. you stayed in there? With all his stuff. Oh, you
2: crazy son of a bitch.
0: Yeah, it never bothered me. <laughs> and I was.
2: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you were a double team bronze in there with
3: him eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, my wife saw a ghost this year, apparently.
0: She said she saw a ghost?
3: Yeah. There's a hotel in Saskatchewan that's uh, a world renowned hotel.
0: Four ghosts, like four.
3: No, just one. Um, And apparently, I unfortunately don't know the name of the hotel, but it's a really posh hotel, and you're pretty much if you stay there for about three or four days, you're guaranteed to see the ghost yourself. Oh, really? It walks right through the. The doorman will open the door for this ghost. It gets in the elevator. Does the same routine almost every day at the same time. Really? Now, whether it's a hocus-pocus, but my a wife... A really po- what did
0: your wife said. say it looked like? What did you say it looked like?
3: It's an older man with a top hat and um, like a uh, grey-brown coat, and she smokes, and he, smoke- he sits out in the smoking area every morning, walks in with a newspaper through the front uh, lobby and right into the elevator, and then when he gets in the elevator... The elevator closes and he vanishes. And mm-hmm. people follow him. And if you actually Google this, it's honestly a world-renowned ghost. But when my, I hear it from my wife, I'm like, okay, i believe you. And uh, He's a friendly ghost, though. He's totally friendly. He does the same routine see, almost cool. every day.
0: And does he look like a mist? Like you can see through him?
3: No. She actually said hi, and he said hi back.
0: But it's just the fact that he disappears.
3: Yeah, he disappears when he gets in the elevator. Apparently, the
0: yeah, that, that sounds, sounds like a scam. It sounds, she,
3: it does sound like a scam. I agree.
0: But if it's, it, if it works, right, it captures the imagination if nothing more. She right?
3: stays there a lot, and like, there's a lot of people that
2: have written stuff on the internet about this. Maybe
4: there's just more energy feeding this ghost.
2: Technically speaking, though, a ghost wouldn't go outside to a smoking area because that only happened in the last ten years he'd be smoking everywhere and I think he's
3: smoking to wait he's what I think he's waiting for either the bus or something he's uh, or work at, or there's like a, his... a specific bench that you sit on or several benches for that matter there's four of them I believe and uh, you know well my my wife wouldn't lie and she yeah. like text me right away and then she stayed there a couple times now and all the it's in Saskatchewan. It's in Saskatchewan. Even the staff are like, "Yep." They See, that's a cool ghost. You want to hang
2: out with that guy? Yeah, like I don't that's like my these kind of entities ghost. that are nasty. Even throwing tennis terrified. balls at
1: your head yeah. Like you're trying to sleep. That's offside.
0: Yeah, this guy was a real dick. I think he was a real dick, actually, for oh. real in real life too. The was he from room. Eden.
1: What would you be like if you were a ghost?
0: <laughs> oh, I'd be a, I'd be a dick too. I'd probably be pissed off about something. That's why I'm still. Oh, no, I'd,
1: I'd be a cool
0: ghost.
4: The weirdest thing is he might cool know dick his from relatives.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. What's that? Who? I don't care. It, whatever. He doesn't. I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. So let's just say let's let's end this show with one. Uh, what would you say? Uh, well,
4: it's hey. just known. He he is a fam, It is a family from Simcoe, and
0: well, what, the man
4: that owned our farm,
0: the land itself, was. Oh. Known to be a dick around town. I didn't know him.
4: Oh, I didn't know that he was known to be a dick around town, but I just knew that <laughs> who his family is, and that that's, I, don't know his I family. believe, who is haunting that house.
0: His family's who, haunting that house? Who lives
2: house? in that house now? No one. Still
1: vacant from when.
4: Um, the new they're, they're
0: renovating it, though, to make
4: renovated it. it for the last 10 years and have never moved in.
0: 15 almost. Like well, four, say 14 no more. Yeah, I got goosebumps just four, thinking about that shit.
1: She drove by that house, what, five years after Oh, yeah. Did. Tell that story. That'll freak anyone out. Tell it more. Right in front of her. At least. Come on. Hydro pulls. Oh, I just All
0: right. We can't tell it. Not, we're not telling it. She doesn't fr- want to tell i Like,
3: I'm not into ghosts. We should have done that Are for the scared? Halloween show next year. Are you year. Scared? <laughs> I had a
0: friendly Let's one. This is, this is a story Casper. that's scary if you're a dirty hockey player, okay? Oh, wow. That's this is so the last bad. one. We're going to end the show with this. Okay, porn actress Lisa Ann says she won't help the Philadelphia Flyers' Michael Del DelZoto. Do you know? ever heard of Michael Del Zotto? place right. for the Flyers? No. He won't help him score off the ice. The 42-year-old adult film veteran... 42 year old adult film star. That's getting pretty long in the two things. Eh? God bless her. But she, she's been at it a while. So. Imagine
2: how much bird she's seen. She's <laughs> <laughs> probably really good
0: at Not huh? even yeah. seen. Well, she's probably a pro. Taken. She's probably a very oh, I'd pro. like
3: to think, she, well, yeah, think she's of a, a, a veteran. She, she's a veteran. Anyways, she's on a pension plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's
0: probably really rich, too. So she doesn't give a That's shit. That's pension. why she's writing these, she's, these uh, <laughs> uh, twi- tweets That's what, about this guy. So she, the, the adult uh, film veteran, who uh, blah blah blah, claimed that uh, Del Z- Del Zoto is no pro in the romance game. In a string of t- tweets Sunday, she's well, she's how zing- could the guy be?
2: She's been a forty two year old porn veteran. No,
0: but what this guy's doing? I don't think they even slept together. This guy, this twenty four year old ho- uh, player, keeps tweeting her relentlessly, trying to get her to fix him up with uh, some of her porn star friends. So he can go out on dates and he hounds her all the time and she's getting sick of it. So she started tweeting about uh, tweeting to, uh, about it and saying, as you can imagine, I get some pretty random texts. Takes a lot to annoy me, but some people strive at it. The most annoying texter in history of my life has been, hands down, Michael DelZoto. Michael Del Zoto is a stud NHL player for the same reason. He thinks, for some reason he thinks I'm a dating service And we'll arrange dates for him. And then it says that, uh, strange, most guys want to date me. They don't use me to find other dates. But okay, I have asked him for two years to stop. And then Amber Rain, another porn star, came forward and said, ha, ha, ha. He did the same thing to me, too. Not appreciated. So this guy has been uh, following girls on Twitter, these porn girls on Twitter, and just hounding them relentlessly to set them up with, uh, with their porn star friends to get uh, to get laid
2: well he's got a lot of initiative
0: well you gotta give him credit for that yeah. and you also have to give him, but i think wouldn't it be just easier to uh go out and uh, meet a girl at a bar after the game like isn't that a fairly easy thing for a hockey player to do
1: I would oh, think looking
3: for experience
0: but you just want to like, he, he, he add some spice to, to the he, pasta? He wants
2: to deal with the best, apparently.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, the pros. You he want wants someone some that
0: pro. actually knows what they're doing. Pro
2: meets yeah. pro.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nothing wrong with that. He's thing. done uh, messing around with Mickey he be, Mouse. He's only 24 years old. He's not and dumb, he, full of cum.
0: He's yeah, and the reason...
1: What he's doing right now.
0: That's right. And the one, his one mistake is he's not going to the source. He's not finding the girl and then saying, would you like to do that, go on a date? He's asking, hey... Old forty-two-year-old porn star. Find me some young porn stars, and thinking that this, this old this old milf will go. Why?
2: Up. Why doesn't the guy spend the time and just Twitter, or tweet, or whatever the hell he's doing to the broad that he wants to go out with? Why is he harassing these older women he's got no interest in? And in fact, I would have more interest in the older ones.
0: Yeah, I think he's missing out. Is yeah, what? Yeah, hell yeah. The real women. So, but uh, I think he's missing out. But the part, that's what I mean. He got it all wrong. He went to the you at the wrong source. Yeah. If you're going to go there, at least, at least, at least you got to do is hit on her first,
2: or get an agent you to that? hit on.
4: Learn them. from the best, I think.
0: You would start there, but you're not ready, eh? It would be a waste. A but he waste. Thinks
1: he, but he thinks he is. He's getting. He's getting an education right now.
0: Uh, well, he's yeah. not getting anything from these girls. He's just pissing them all off. He's got to be a real thorn in his that's side. That's an education. Yeah. So now he's got a that mark is probably dried up for him. He's going to actually try to probably have to learn learn uh, yoga or something like that. Yeah, Where did you find that info? Get a anymore? dog. Is he fr- Huffington Post? <laughs> <laughs> Huffington Post. Huffington Post. Anyways, you know what I didn't do this whole week is I didn't uh, thank my sponsors and didn't do an ad for him. Uh, we do have the boys from VG Meats coming in in a couple weeks. VG, and, VG. And so we always want to thank them for for their support they give to Live from the Dutch Hall. And if you go on my website, com, and you uh, you print out the VG Meats coupon, you can get 25% this month off uh, country smoked ham or two-for-one pulled pork just for just Dutch, Dutch Hall listeners and a little bit of the proceeds from the sale will come back to help the show. Also, if you go and click on my Amazon link before making your Amazon purchases... That'll help us uh, uh, get a little bit of money to help make this show better each and every week. And for those of you who have been shopping on Amazon, thank you very much. I think I might uh, have another two or three dollars from the last time we talked. And other than that, I'd like to thank all my guests for coming in. And uh, anything you want to plug before we go? Oh, you don't
2: hunting just that porn star.
0: <laughs> 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 all right, everybody. Well, we'll s- uh, before we go. Let's just click this, click this, and (laughs) see you next week. Good way to end it. All right, thanks, guys. That was awesome.